This is so wizarding. This is Beat 'em Down from Cult 45, the movie podcast, and you are listening to the Geek World All Stars Podcast Network. Broadcasting very fast and very dangerous from the planet Malastare, you are listening to So Wizards. You are thinking, you said people gonna die? The only podcast to make the Kessel Run in under 12 parsecs. There'll be no one to stop us this time. What's going on, everybody? It is time for episode number 495 of the So Wizard Podcast. I am your host, Joey DiCarlo, and with me, my co-hosts, the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. I made it another week. You did it. <laughs> Huzzah. And, and the expert, Mr. Marquis, Markellis Rake. Yo, what is going on, everybody? Welcome to the podcast. You are listening to So Was a Podcast, where three friends review movies, TV, and sometimes more, podcasting weekly on the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. This week, we've got our look at the latest from Marvel Studios. That's right, guys. It's Echo. But before we get into all of that, how the hell is everybody doing this week? Marcellus Reagans, how are you? Uh, I am okay. Uh, it's been a tough week so far. Um, but, uh, you know, today's only Monday and it's already been, like just, just the toughest freaking week, but, um, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm doing all right. Um, I am working feverishly on trying to get some more designs up on our T public store. Uh, so we can have some cool sweatshirts and coffee mugs for the upcoming season. Uh, so, uh, yeah, that's what I'm, I'm working on now. Uh, so if you want to support the podcast, uh, and help us out, uh, definitely go to our T public store and, uh, Buy some stickers or a nice refrigerator magnet or even a couple of really fancy sweatshirts. That sounds like a fantastic idea. I think everyone should do that. And it just so happens the link is in the uh, show notes. So, you know, tap, tap, get at it. <laughs> Aubrey Litchfield, how the hell are you? Uh, you know, I'm alive and can't say too much about this week, really, because nothing really happened i guess i um yeah and I, I don't think much really happened <laughs> in the world of me this week you made it you made it through another week i did yeah yeah all right one week closer to episode 500 <laughs> oh god i cannot wait <laughs> <laughs> well as for me my friends uh yeah i also aubrey did not have a very eventful week just a lot of working and sleeping and just my schedule was like ass at work. Uh, a lot of early, early days this week for some reason. And then I had Saturday night off. So I worked Saturday morning, 6 a.m. to 3 p.m. And then I went to a friend's house and we had a party. My friend, uh, Derek, who uh, I'm sure you've heard us talk about in the past on the show. He has a party every single year for the Royal Rumble, and uh, which is a wrestling event. And I went and I watched it and I had a good time. And then my supervisor who knew that I took that night off to go to a party, like I specifically asked to not work that night so I could go to a party 
then scheduled me to come in at 6 a.m. the next day. So I was really tired. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I could barely function, but I came home and it's Monday as we record this. So I came home last night, took a quick nap and uh, got up and then I watched five hours of Echo. So <laughs> Well, we'll get into that uh, in a little bit, but yeah, uh, episode 500 is on the way, guys, and uh, I did announce it on social media, but we can gladly talk about it on the show, too, what we're going to do, and I I feel more confident doing so because the DVD has arrived in the mail. Hey, all right. And that is, we're going to have, it's a round numbered episode, so we're going to have our friends Beat Them Down and Random Randy Savage from Cult 45 come on on. And we're going to all retro review the second part of the Lombada duology. It's not really a duology. I don't even know what you would call it, Mark. It's just... it's the, God, I don't know. It's kind of a. It's a crime scene. <laughs> <laughs> They're competing Lombada movies that both came out within weeks of each other in their 90s. And uh, we, we reviewed The Forbidden Dance is Lombada. A few, uh, in case you were confused, if you just said the forbidden dance, you'd say, oh, that that could be anything. It could be the mashed potato, uh, the twists. (laughs) But thank thank God it it let us know it is Lombada, exclamation point. Uh, And now we're going to do the competing Lombada movie, which is Lombada, colon, set the night on fire, which is uh, the competing Lombada movie. Uh, uh, I don't know anything about it. I've actually never seen it, so. I'm well, really you know excited. how the '90s were all about Lombada. That's right. Well, it, it stars uh, the actress who played Jan on The Office, and I was hoping I used that as a way to trick my wife into watching it. But like, <laughs> wow, what, what is happening on The Office this episode, Jen? Have you ever seen this one before? <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think that's going to work. But this one has the rights to be officially titled Lombada, but it doesn't have the rights to the Lombada song, whereas. The Forbidden Dance could not be called Lombada colon The Forbidden Dance. It would be called The Forbidden Dance is Lombada, but they had the song. I love right. when Hollywood fights each other to uh, <laughs> make it to the screen first. It's um, it's like the uh, the body switching movies uh, that came out at the same time. It's the vice uh, versa. Uh, 18 again. Uh, Freaky Friday. Um. It's uh, Dante's Peak versus Volcano. <laughs> <laughs> it's all of that. I love when stuff like this happens. Well, hold on to that love because when we get to episode 500, we're going to find out if you love Lombada. You live in the jungle. In the rainforest <laughs> along the Amazon. But our home is being destroyed. That is why we have come to your country. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, for our listeners out there that were not around for, what was it, episode 500? Um, 400. No, it's 400. That's episode 400. Uh, In The Forbidden Dance is Lombada. Um, A Amazonian princess comes to America to dance in a local Lombada contest to save the rainforest. (laughs) And it works. I blocked it out of my memory until I heard that sound drop. (laughs) All all of global warming was reversed by this movie. Yes, it's crazy. It's out of control. But enough. Another thing the '90s was big about was uh, global warming. That's right, Captain Planet. (laughs) The recycling song in Rocco. Oh my god! 
All right, all right, enough about Lombada. I could talk about it all day, but that's just the announcement. In episode 500, we will be watching the other Lombada movie. Um, and I, I don't know what we'll do for episode 550. I know uh, Dave from Superhero Speak was like, hey, how come I didn't get to come on? And like, I, I think he doesn't understand what movie we're watching. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he doesn't realize we're doing him a favor. But <laughs> I can get I pretty much guarantee this. This will be the one that breaks Colt 45. Like they are not coming back for any other anniversary episodes ever. I feel like they're the only ones willing to deal with our shit. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, prepare yourself for episode 550, where uh, Dave from Superhero Speak helps us review Salsa! Exclamation point colon the motion picture wait is that ha- is that really happening no i i mean i mean i'm more than happy to have him on for that i just i have to figure out what terrible dance movie we're gonna make him watch oh my god there's plenty to choose from stomp in the yard <laughs> oh, step, step up, up to colon the streets <laughs> <laughs> you beat me to it exactly <laughs> oh i i have i have over a year to think about it so we'll figure it out <laughs> And just like that, we're going to make it to 10 and a half years because <laughs> Mark's like, oh, can't wait to punish Dave with Step Up. Finally, I have a North Star on this podcast. So it must keep going. <laughs> anyway, uh, other than that, I'm fine. So <laughs> enough about us. Let's talk a little bit more about us. Mark Ellis Reagan's please. Tell the listeners where they can find more So Wizard Podcast. All right, everybody, you can head on over to SoWizardPodcast.com and there you're going to find a brand new episode every week. You will also find comic book, TV, and movie reviews along with some creator interviews conducted by the one and only Adam Wallyhawk. And you can check out Adam's original comic book, Social Studies, over at socialstudiescomic.com. You're also going to find some links to our podcast merchandise, t-shirts, hoodies, stickers, magnets, coffee mugs, a whole array of items that you can purchase and represent So Wizard Podcast. Our social media links are there too. So reach out to us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and let us know what you think of the show. Find So Wizard on all podcasting streaming platforms, such as iTunes, Spotify, Good Pods, and pretty much wherever you can find a podcast. Check out our YouTube page, where new content is being uploaded regularly. We also have a Patreon page. For as little as a dollar a month, you can receive exclusive bonus content while you're supporting the show. A special shout-out goes to the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. And I'm talking about fans on patrol, Pop Prism Power Podcast, Cult 45, the movie podcast, Superhero Speak, and the Gorilla Brain Podcast. That's it for me. Back to you, Joey. No, I didn't. First of all, a podcast takes a lot of work, okay? You have to organize the guests, you have to do a Google Calendar, and then you build a following. It takes a lot time and i've been working on it for a while okay all right guys we are back and it's january so january is a tough month and it's always hard to find things to review in january sometimes in february too uh 
But, you know, this came out a couple weeks ago. Unlike most Marvel shows, Echo from Marvel Studios, a spinoff of Hawkeye, was all dropped at once. All five episodes came out at once. So usually we give people a couple weeks after the last episode to catch up and then we review it. But, you know, it all came out at once so we can do it a little sooner. So we all decided to check it out. Maybe this is the beginning of the Marvel Studios comeback 2024. Maybe it's not. (laughs) It's not. (laughs) Spoilers. Uh, But what we're going to do, as always, is we're going to talk a little bit about the show and what we thought about it without spoilers. And then Mark Ellis will drop the drop delineating spoilers. So if you haven't seen it, you can know that it's time to leave. You can go watch it and catch up and the rest of you stick around as we talk a little more in depth. But to start, Aubrey, were you even remotely interested in this show? No. (laughs) Nothing about Echo from the Hawkeye television series of a few years ago made you want to watch this? No. (laughs) Mark Ellis Reagan. Yeah, I was excited for it because they announced this show before even the first episode of Hawkeye came out. They were like, oh, yeah, we were bringing this new character into the show. Her name's Echo. Um, and everyone kind of knew who she was based on the comic books. You know, she was connected to Kingpin. Um, so when they announced that, oh, yeah, and she's getting her own show, like right off the right off the bat. I'm like, oh, well, obviously, this is a cool character and she's going to do cool stuff. And I liked her in. In Hawkeye, I thought, uh, you know, she did some. I liked her as a character. I, I wanted to see where where else they were going to go. So yeah, I was excited to see the next chapter of her story. I can't really pretend that I was chomping at the bit for an Echo television series, but you know, at the time, I was like, wow, it's Marvel Studios. Everything they do is good. So <laughs> up until twenty twenty two. so yeah i can't really say that as of two days ago when i had to sit down and watch five episodes of this that i was ready to run through a brick wall for it but uh here we are um how did you watch it aubrey did you watch all of it at once back to back to back to back 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 or did you spread it out over a few days how did you watch echo so i started it with max and he was like, I, I'm sorry. I can't, I can't fucking watch this shit. <laughs> and he watched you're, Fateful Findings with you. I know. He was like, you're going to have to do this alone. Wow. <laughs> so then, then I watched the rest of it by myself. <laughs> back to back to back. All right. Mark Hallis Yeah. I uh, threw on an episode one night and, um, you know, the, the episode was over and then I'm like, oh, well, you know, I'm still awake. I still got time. I can let me watch the second episode. And then the second episode happened and then the third episode happened. And before I knew it, I was like, you know, I only had one episode left. You know how when it's like pretty late, but you have like one episode left and it's like, I don't want to come back to it. I'm, I'm, I'm in the groove. So, yeah, I binged the whole thing in one night. I was up pretty late, but I did get it done. Wow, I had the same thing happen to me, but it wasn't because I was desperate to see what happened next. It was just like, okay, (laughs) we've come this far and uh, it's already took a nap earlier, so let's finish it. Yeah, I did it all in one night, so uh, uh, 
I, when I got to the last episode and it was only 34 minutes, I said, fuck it. I can finish it today. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty much what it came down to. So, all right. We all pretty much watched it in the binge method that uh, Marvel has avoided up until this series. Now, so find out what now it's time to find out what we thought. Aubrey Litchfield, what did you think? Non spoiler of Echo. Echo. Um, this show is so fucking boring. <laughs> I can't even, I can't even be mad that Max didn't want to watch it because it doesn't get any better after the first episode. Like, you, you want to give a show a chance. You're like, all right, all right. Uh, episode one wasn't that great. Maybe it's just because it's episode one. Let's try episode two. No, it doesn't get any better. It's not good. Oh, I was really hoping this was going to be the the thing that started the Marvel Studios comeback for you after you had like half of the MCU on your worst of list list. <laughs> Mark Ellis Rankins. You know, there's a lot of things to like about this show. There's a lot of really good things in there, I think. Um, but as a whole, it doesn't feel completely baked. Like it, it feels like they took it out of the oven a little too soon or they mixed up the ingredients and didn't get the dish that they wanted. Uh, again, stuff in it was really, really cool. But as a whole, yeah, I don't think it quite works. I think everything is everything that's in it kind of gets to like the midpoint and nothing really exceeds nothing really puts it over the top. Uh, so, you know, I thought it was okay. I don't know if I would go back and watch it again. Um, but I, I disagree with Aubrey. I think the first episode was amazing. I love the first episode. Um, but as a, as a whole, I thought the show was just okay. There's not really much for me to say other than. Hey, Swaley, <laughs> hear me and hear me good, nigga. I'm here to double down. That shit is a, a two pack of ass. <laughs> the fuck are you talking about? That shit stinks. <laughs> uh, that, this show sucks, 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 sucks. That's my echo, 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 echo of this show sucking, sucking, sucking. Fuck this show. show. <laughs> um, yeah, it's pretty bad. It has some very honestly, I would say it's it's almost more frustrating than bad. Cause there, there's some highlights that are very high, but there's so few and far between <laughs> that they're even more frustrating. Cause you're like, there's, there's what this show should be. Mm-hmm. And then there's the rest of the show. I have to watch for four hours and 52 minutes. So it's really frustrating watch. And I'll agree with Bar- Aubrey. It's, it's boring at times, like just a brutal slog. Uh, one thing I can tell you guys is that it was announced as eight episodes. Then they said it was going to be six episodes. Then it was released as five. <laughs> Which is the first time they've ever released an odd number, I think, for uh, episodes. Right. And it got just all dumped at once. Uh, this almost feels like, I, and I hate to say it, I am sorry, Mark, because I know you're probably looking forward to it because of its connections to Black Panther. But they've they've got like... Ironheart completely filmed and like no one cares. <laughs> and like it's been sitting on a shelf for like a year and a half already. And it's just like 
same thing. Like they made this echo show and it's just sitting there and they're like, well, we, we have no, we can't cancel it at this point. It's, it's, it's done. So we have to put it out. So they hacked it to bits and got it down to five episodes and dumped it. So, wow, this was bad. I was really disappointed in this, but now, you know what we thought, which is not very uplifting for echo, echo. but maybe we discuss it a little more in depth maybe our, our numbers might go up a little bit it's happened before we've we've had reviews get better as we're talking about them we've had reviews get worse as we're talking about them but we, we might be able to talk ourselves into a better score so the only thing left to do is to spoil marvel studios echo Marcellus reagan's please drop the drop and let's get to spoiling and we're now let's talk about spoilers here uh, i've got some spoilers all right, guys, we're going to put you on the spot I'm gonna put all of us on the spot for this part. And we're going to go through some things that we liked about the show. Aubrey Litchfield. <laughs> <sighs> Is there Man. anything that you liked about this show? Honestly, no. Well, I guess the flashbacks look kind of cool. But other than that, no. I really didn't like anything about this show. There wasn't really anything that was redeeming. Her fight scenes were kind of cool. I like that Daredevil was in the beginning, but then... I don't know. Yeah. It's like everything that was good was soured by everything that was bad. So, yeah. All right. All right. Um, that's actually longer than I thought you would talk about what you <laughs> about the show. So I guess, uh, Mark, you owe me 10 bucks. Um, <laughs> Marcellus Reagans, you are the voice of reason on this podcast. So what did you like about the show? All right. So there is a few things that I actually did like about the show. Um, for, <laughs> for some reason, they they made echo even though we've already got to know this character a little bit in hawkeye uh they wanted to give her kind of a origin of her superpowers which i didn't know she had before um so i did like the beginning of it where they showed kind of the native american ancestors um in their underground world uh how they're like made of clay and they kind of came up to the surface um that i thought was kind of cool because i was like i thought they were kind of doing like a eternals type of thing at first and i'm like oh no <laughs> oh no 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 uh but they actually did a, a a really cool uh gave it a really cool visual style and tied it into echo which i thought was really cool uh the fight scene with daredevil was amazing i don't care what anyone says i watched the breakdown of how they did that fight scene and everything about it is cool and watching it again and play out in in normal speed just amazing i love that scene and the fact that they put that in episode one i'm like oh my god if this is where we're starting i can't wait to see what happens next and then nothing like that ever happened for the rest of the show <laughs> <laughs> but that first episode is amazing um i loved her grandfather uh played by uh i'm, I'm gonna see academy award nominee graham green he got to have some serious fun in the show and I, I i can't think of the last time i saw him play like a, a comedic character he's always kind of the, the stoic guy but he was great in this show i was glad every time he came on the screen i think he stole like almost every scene he was in 
Uh, I really like the flashbacks. I didn't quite understand the story, but I liked the fact that they did the flashbacks to her ancestors and how it kind of all tied together at the end. And I really liked the the silent movie one, uh, the way that they did that in black and white and made it without any dialogue. I thought that was actually really, really cool. Um, you know, the, there's there's this whole thing with her and her cousin who were really close and they got separated and you kind of like want them to get back together. Um, you know, you kind of want them to be reunited. And then through the, the way things happen in the show, the scene where they finally get to be together, the finally where they're the scene where they're finally face to face, they're both handcuffed. So they can't talk to each other, which I thought was kind of unique. I don't think I've ever seen that in a movie before. So, um, I'm like, Oh, okay. That's, that's a little bit of good writing. I like that. Uh, and I like the kingpin when he was doing stuff. I, I like the way that they show that he could just do whatever he wants to. When he, when she gets arrested by the cops and he just walks up to the police and just takes her away without saying anything. I thought that was actually really cool. I liked that character. I liked the tech that he somehow funded that, you know, showed him talking, but then there was like AR that showed like the, um, uh, the sign language so that she can understand what he was saying without him having to do anything but speak that I thought was really cool. And I honestly think they are going to do that someday. Like I think that technology it's science fiction now, but I, I feel like that technology is going to be happening pretty soon. And it might be, <laughs> it might already be here or it might be thankful to echo. Maybe echo is going to change the world. Yeah. And I liked the performance. I thought echo, uh, the main girl in echo, I thought she was actually really good. She's, you know, as someone who's hearing impaired and she has to do sign language through most of the, most of the show, I thought her face was very expressive and I thought she did a, a she gave a really good performance, obviously without really speaking any dialogue verbally. Um, I thought she was actually really, really good. I was glad to see her kick ass in the few scenes that she does kick ass. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, Mark, uh, representation is very important. Yes. Why are you laughing? Because you were saying that you're all, you're also the one that <laughs> that poo poo's on a Burger King Kids Club, whatever it pops up on screen. <laughs> well, I was just saying, you know, that you know, representation is very important. People like to see themselves on screen, um, and it's unfortunate, you know, this week we have to do Echo because uh, Miller's girl wasn't playing anywhere within hundreds of miles of us. I don't know if you guys have seen that trailer. No, uh, I I was really excited to see myself in that trailer. Um, about uh you know unattractive middle-aged guys who want to bang jenna ortega so you know jesus <laughs> <laughs> it's really important to see yourself on screen sometimes so. <laughs> that's awful we are not doing that movie on the show no it looks terrible but i've been saving that joke for like three weeks so. <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh what did i like about this movie this uh television show oh my god i almost called it a movie when it was a tv show it's almost it's like almost, a rever reverse it's, Wayne. <laughs> it's almost a Zack Snyder movie. Almost. <laughs> Five hours long. So um, what did I like about this this movie? Uh, oh, Jesus. What did I like about this show? It's uh, um, <laughs> it's on Disney Plus. <laughs> I like the idea of Echo having a show. This isn't the show I envisioned when... It was announced. I I do like the actress that plays Echo. I think for somebody who has zero acting experience, uh, she does what she can, and uh, I think she's kind of cute too. So that that helps. But um, 
for the most part, the only things I like, there's there's three really three scenes I liked in the entire show. <laughs> One is obviously the uh, opening episode when she fights Daredevil. That that was amazing. What a just awesome nine, ten minute sequence of action. And it really made me sit up and be like, holy crap, like this is this is going to be something special. Like they're going to pull this off. Like, wow. Um, incredible. And uh, well, they didn't, but, and then um, when she has to be on the train, oh, that, yeah. that action sequence was really good. I really liked that too. That was really well shot. Um, and then the fight at the roller skating rink, I thought was really good too. I, I thought those three action sequences were really well done and really well shot. And they just showed like the potential of what I kind of wanted from the show. Uh, and I really liked when they would cut out the sound. So you kind of got it from her point of view. It didn't have to be during a fight, but that was, that was exciting too. But I mean, it just at any point during the show, when they would do that, they would drop out all the sound and now it's just quiet. And it, it was really, I thought that was really effective for kind of showing you her point of view of things. But, you know, I thought the story was due to feces. <laughs> there was due to feces thrown all over the walls, the floor, the ceiling, and it stunk so bad. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's really the thing, things that I liked about it. I liked a lot of the characters. Um, was that her uncle that drove the pickup truck when she was on the train? Her cousin. cousin, cousin. Okay, yeah. I you know I, I liked him. I like you said. I liked um, her grandfather. Obviously, I thought Vincent D'Onofrio is amazing as as Kingpin and anything that he's in. It doesn't matter. But you know, I, honestly, the only enjoyment I got out of the majority of the series was those three action scenes. So uh, for the most part, that's that's going to be it for me. But how about things that you didn't like, Aubrey Litchfield? I'm sure you have a list. What did you not like about this show? Um, I have a lot. I have a lot on my list here. So first of all, um, I I don't like how long it takes her to get her powers because I don't give a fuck about this character. I don't think anybody gives a fuck about this character. Why do we want to watch her? Why do we want... We turned on a Marvel show to watch um, people with powers blast each other you know and you that you know what you're getting into when you choose a marvel show um and this does she doesn't get her powers for that in the the way that she gets her powers like you just keep seeing the flashbacks over and over again until she gets her powers it's kind of boring it takes you out of it you're like oh and uh so episode three when uh she's in the roller skating rink and there's those two girls there oh my god they are the worst actresses I've ever seen. And any they're they're on level with like Neil Breen and and um Tommy Wiseau. Like they're so bad. Wow. It was irritating to watch them. They're like the only ones that seem to have an accent too. Like nobody else seems to have an accent except for these two idiots. And they're obnoxious, especially the skinny one. The skinny one's so fucking obnoxious. I just want to punch her in the face. If I saw her in public, I would I would be mean mongering her because she's irritating. Um, I didn't like the connection with her and her cousin. I thought that it was really um it, it was borderline creepy. Because 
when you're watching it in the beginning, you only get a glimpse at how they think they're close. Like you don't get a full backstory. So you don't honestly feel like they're close. And then fast forward to present day and one of them's ignoring the other to, you know, work for Kingpin. And I got really annoyed when the grandmother keeps saying like, she's had her heart broken so many times and don't let her know that Maya's in town. Like Maya left 20 years ago, 20 years ago that, so there's not enough time in that for them to really care that much. If they had like separated them as a teenager and they grew up the whole time together, like that's fine. Kids forget, man. They're not gonna they're not gonna dwell on their cousin being gone when they're like seven years old, if that. So the fact that they just kind of draw made this whole thing drawn out was exhausting. I didn't give a shit. I don't feel like anybody gave a shit. I don't feel like anybody had any feelings towards that. It just felt like um, Rose and Finn all over again. It was forced. I didn't like it. And hmm, there's just so much I didn't like. I didn't, I didn't like the train scene. I thought that there were parts where it looked really cheesy and really uh, AI-generated or even computer-generated. Like, however they chose to do that, it looked generated, and I didn't like it. There was something about the motion with it that looked really fake to me. I, I didn't really like her story at all. It was... It didn't draw me in at all. Nothing about her drew me in. The, the fact that she has also, like... They only showed a story with her and her cousin in the beginning, her, her cousin, her grandmother, and her mother and father. I don't remember Biscuits being in the beginning. I don't remember Uncle Henry being in the beginning. And so, like, for them to just come into the story later on and we're supposed to know that they exist and that she was really close with them, I don't buy it. I also think that her grandmother had it in for her from the beginning, her grandmother was like, oh, she's the child of a bad man, so I'm just going to shun her from my life. And it's been like that ever since. Like, she's been an asshole to <laughs> uh, Maya her whole life just because of who her father is. So, yeah, that's that's my hot take. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Marcellus Reagans, how about you? Um, well, I just want to say I do agree with Aubrey on a few of those things about definitely about the train. Um, yes, I agree with you about the grandmother too. Um, well, how do you feel? How do you feel about Wakanda having roads? <laughs> we are not going to trudge that back up again. <laughs> I feel so bad. <laughs> All right. So things that I did not like about the show, uh, you know, when you watch the end of Hawkeye, and Echo is uh, in front of Kingpin and she has her gun drawn. And then you hear a gunshot. And like, you know, Kingpin isn't dead, but like, how did they get out of it? Like, what what was the magical thing or mystical thing that enabled him to survive getting a gunshot? And the answer to that question is uh, there wasn't one. <laughs> he, just, he, he got shot in the eye and uh, he survived. Marvel's <laughs> like, don't worry about it. <laughs> So I was like, wait, that's the, he just shows up with an eye patch and that's it. Everything. It's all good. That seemed very dumb. Um, 
I also wasn't sure about how, and this is where you can tell like a lot of stuff got cut out. She somehow shows up in episode five with a full on MCU costume. <laughs> like she has like a, uh, like the, the black widow type of uh, tactical outfit on. And I like the way they made it kind of fit like a costume would fit, but they don't really explain like how, where she got the suit from. And it, when you look at it, it's like, she's legit wearing a MCU superhero costume right now. And no one explained it. No one. And they, they never brought it up in any other case, uh, which I thought was really weird. Um, I did like the fact that her grandma did come around to her at the end and did make her like the official echo MCU costume, which I thought was kind of cool. Uh, and then the, the last thing that I did not like was her, uh, I hate to bring up rise of Skywalker again, but uh, she has a moment where she's facing down Kingpin and then all of the ancestors are like behind her. And she has like the, I am all the Jedi type of moment. Uh, and the way that she defeats Kingpin is by, placing her fingers on his head and having him go back to his childhood where he killed his dad and feel all of the pain from that. I guess I'm not, the end is very murky to me. Uh, what exactly what she did exactly with Kingpin. I wasn't quite sure. Uh, and then he wound up uh, wanting to run for mayor in New York city. Like none of that stuff makes sense to me at all. Uh, but you know, you can, at least I can tell it feels like there's a lot of stuff that's on a cutting room floor. And if, if Marvel put it there, it's probably there for a reason. Uh, it, it's kind of sad that they trimmed all of that stuff out. And this is what we got. All right. Yeah. I mean, this got hacked to bits. Uh, you can tell just from watching it, this is a disaster editing wise. It's just a mess. And I, <laughs> I thought it was funny, like right off the bat, I thought it was funny that they're like, oh, this is the new Marvel Studios Marvel Spotlight, which means right. uh, oh, we're, it, it could only be one season. We're not going to commit to multiple seasons of these things, but it's just there to, you know, be a story we want. We want told this story and you don't have to have watched 11, 12 years worth of TV shows and movies to catch up except the entire first episode <laughs> is I think it was like 45 minutes long and 36 minutes of it was recapping what happened in Hawkeye. <laughs> yep. And one really cool fight. So, um, and, and then th th that was obnoxious and, and just the story felt so meandering and it, it, it was hard to follow. It was hard for me to follow what was going on and it's not a complicated story. So that it just made me feel like, what am I stupid? But I'm like, I'm not watching this again. So I guess I don't know. Maybe I missed something. I, I don't know. I, I was having trouble following what the fuck was happening in this. Why was K Kingpin's reach extend all the way to a skate skating rink in Oklahoma? Like, like I know he's the Kingpin of crime. And I know it's a TV show and I know he works out of New York City, but man, he could just have people right over there to a skating rink in Oklahoma with no issue. Well, you know, he New York is the 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 center point of his activity, but he has stuff, you know, shipped in from all over the place. And it's nice to have people in different cities that can look over his stuff. That's all. In Oklahoma. I thought that was the same guy from Fisk shipping though that got the train. Didn't Oh no, the train ended up somewhere else. Yeah, so he, back in New York City where it blew up. Right. 
<sighs> so the other thing that made it a tough watch, it, I, there's no way to really sa- say this without sounding like a complete asshole. So I guess I'll be the one to be the complete asshole. Um, I understand she's deaf. And so you can't have five hours of no one talking because they're signing to each other. But the way that the actors who weren't her had to talk their line while signing it, then pause, then talk their line while signing it, then pause. It, it, it made it feel really disjointed. I guess maybe that's good on them for making you kind of feel like how she feels having to read all this stuff from people's hands. But as something to watch, it, it made it a lot harder to watch a lot. Like it, there just felt like there was no flow into any conversation. There's not really a non-asshole way to say that, so I guess I'll be the one that says it. But I 100% disagree with you, dude. That's how they do it in movies. That's how they've always done it in movies. Whenever uh, fine, but not for five straight hours. <laughs> <laughs> fine. And then when they finally quote unquote have a solution to it, it's the kingpin gives her contact lenses that look like uh, Xbox 360 Connect uh, special effects. <laughs> I, every time they they showed that, I was like, you know what? Just go back to the other way. It's fine. Just just go get the translator lady, please. You know, <laughs> it was so bad. That was really bad. But I will give them credit for this. They didn't just poo poo it like Daredevil, um, where they just kind of hand wave it away. <laughs> like, yeah, he's deaf, but he can hear everything. And uh, you know, he, he's 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 blind, but he can hear really well. And he can kind of. It's like he can see anyway. So don't worry about it. Right. <laughs> At least they didn't hand wave it away and poo poo it like in Daredevil, but uh, it it did make it a lot harder watch. And honestly, what it comes down to at the end is that the story is just boring. Like to really make me care about Echo as a TV show, this had to be a grand slam, like knock out of the park. And it's not even close. There's three cool action scenes in the whole thing. I felt like the last episode, I was like, oh man, there's going to be a crazy action scene in this. And there it, the last episode was like a wet fart like i i was not invested in the powers of her ancestors coming back like i i hated that i agree with you aubrey i hated the fact that she got superpowers out of it i really wanted it to be what it would have been advertised as was a like street level type thing you know her her being a, a hand-to-hand combat specialist you know guns blah 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 like that was what i was kind of looking for and then they kind of did a left turn where she like gets magical hands from it or something like I don't mind her having that power where she can like maybe have precog or something, or even just taps into it for knowledge. But man, I, I just didn't want her to have like superpowers. And that, that was kind of whack at the end. I gotta be honest with you. <laughs> I thought that was very whack. And yeah, it was just, it was just hard to follow. I, I, I don't know what it is. And it's, it's not like I'm like some pleb that doesn't know how, Marvel stuff works or action stuff or sci-fi or whatever. And it it was just, I was having a hard time following what the hell was going on in the show. Uh, I don't know what it is. And I watched it all back to back to back to back. So it's not like I watched it a week and then forgot in between. Like I just, I I don't know what the fuck was happening half the time. And, And I just had no connection to anything that was happening. So I was really disappointed that it wasn't more of a, street level action show. That's what I was more looking forward to. Uh, this had been kind of touted as a return to form of like daredevil and Jessica Jones, Netflix style stuff. And it was not that even close, like not, not even a hair on the asshole of those shows. So um, I, I just thought the couple fights we had were cool and that, and that was it. So I, I was just really disappointed. 
on the show. That's pretty much what it comes down to. I was bored and disappointed. <laughs> and they didn't really give her like a definitive storyline or a definitive goal that she wanted to accomplish. Like, is she, she's kind of the anti-hero. Um, I d- actually did like the, the scene of her as a little girl when uh, Kingpin beats the shit out of the, the guy with the cart. Yep. He, he asked for a new shirt. Uh, before she sees him, but she does see him, and then she goes over and kicks the guy. Yeah, I liked that too. <laughs> so, like, all right, so she is she isn't really like a hero. She's kind of an anti-hero, but they didn't really give her like a definitive like. Okay, she said that she's going to take over the kingpin's world and become the queenpin, so more or less. But then they don't really show her like not wanting to do that and becoming a hero. They didn't really give her like a really good story arc at all, and I think her not having like a goal that she's aiming for that we could attach to. It just makes everything muddled. I, I also want to throw out there that and I a full agreement with you guys, like the, the, the Kingpin getting shot in the eye and, and being perfectly fine. was fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Why couldn't we have shown her like anything else could have happened? Like we didn't see what happened. We just saw, we just heard a gunshot, right? She could have shot it to the next side of his head. She could have just shot it in the air and threw it at his feet. You know, like anything could have happened, but they made it that she shot him point blank in the head and he survived (laughs) and looks fine. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) So, yeah, I was I was pretty disappointed, but we did get an after credit scene. Aubrey Litchfield, what did you think of the after credit scene of Echo? I uh, didn't watch it. <laughs> Mark Ellis Reagans. Uh, I'm wait. It is was the after credit scene him the kingpin on a plane looking at the yeah. news? Okay, yeah. uh, that was nothing. <laughs> like I'm what I'm watching him watching a screen, and I'm like, okay, what what's going to happen? Like what what's the cool thing that's going to be at and the stinger? And it's just him looking at the TV and them saying, oh, we, we need a new mayor in New York. Okay, I guess I guess the hook's supposed to be he's going to run for mayor, but <laughs> that's exciting. I guess God, is it going to be like Spin City with Michael J. Fox? Like, <laughs> who cares about him being a mayor? I, I don't know. I think the uh, after credit scene have lost their way. <laughs> I don't know. I think there's still stuff that we haven't followed up on from like three years ago, four years ago. I, I, I don't know. I, I, the excitement I had for after credit scenes for Marvel is like completely gone at this point. Do you think in the lifetime of this podcast we will ever find out anything more about Hercules from Love and Thunder? <laughs> yes. I okay. Do. All right. Well, I like that you don't think we're ever going to end. So <laughs> <laughs> I just, you know, are we ever going to find out why the Shang Chi's Ten Rings are, uh, are are sending out a signal? Yes, we will. Oh, it's okay. it's all all will be revealed in Ironheart. <laughs> Hashtag it's all connected. Ironheart. <laughs> Will we find out why Ironheart uh, was able to build an entire Stark armor in her garage? Uh, Who she, knows? She's a genius. That That's it. That's all you need to know. <laughs> well, the only thing left to do now is to give this thing a score. Zero to five. Five being the best. Zero being the worst. Aubrey Litchfield, what do you have for Marvel Studios Echo? Um, I'm going to give it a zero. Wow. I thought about a 0.5, 
but I take that 0.5 back because I don't think any of the redeemable qualities about this shine through and maintain redeemableness. I think they're quickly soured by how shitty the rest of it is. All right. Mark Ellis Reagans, you are the easiest grader out of the three of us. So I'm expecting a high score. <laughs> uh, you know, it, this one is tough. It's tough. I feel like there is a cool story in there somewhere that somehow I didn't latch onto. So it might be good, but I can only see myself giving it a two. Nothing higher than a two. Wow, a two. That's low for you. Yeah, I want to. I I honestly do want to give it a higher score. Like I want to. I physically want to give it a higher score, but I I just can't do it. I feel you. I feel you. I I completely understand that feeling because I'm the same way. Like I like Echo ish enough. I, I like the idea of her having a show. <laughs> I just don't like this show. Right. <laughs> So I'm going to go with a one out of five, uh, half a star for Echo herself being a cutie and half a star for three cool action scenes. <laughs> Fortunately, <laughs> there's four hours and uh, 47 minutes of other things that you have to watch. So for me, it's a one out of five. I would honestly say just avoid at all costs, but your mileage may vary. Maybe we got it right. Maybe we got it wrong. And I think, you know, we might be on a lonely Island with this one. I'm looking on letterbox and I'm seeing people I'm friends with, with three, four, five out of five on this. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I can believe that. I'm, I'm sure like, you know, maybe binging it wasn't the right move. <laughs> maybe we should be watching. It was the wrong idea. <laughs> <laughs> we should have just closed our eyes and imagined an echo TV show. Well, I can tell you, I would much rather Echo than have to sit through Secret Invasion again. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, that, well, yeah let's not get it twisted. This is light years better than Seek Shit Invasion. So, <laughs> Yes. Aubrey, you didn't even watch a, a, a second of that, did you? I did. I watched some episodes, and um, I couldn't bear it anymore. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, I will give it that. We'll put that on the front of the eventual uh, Blu-ray disc. Better than Secret <laughs> Invasion. So was your podcast. But hit us up on social media. Let us know what you think. And now we're going to wrap it up before we tap it up. We're going to get some recommendations for the listeners out there. Aubrey Litchfield, what do you got? Oh, good Lord. I don't know. Um, I just finished Demon Slayer, and I know that I recommended that not that long ago. But the new season's coming out in February, and I can't wait. I absolutely love it. It was so good watching up until season three. I cannot wait for season four. I'm going to binge the fuck out of it. Unless they come out like episode by episode and then I'm going to get really pissed off. But I switched over to Attack on Titan um, until that new season comes out. So I've been binging that too. And that has a really slow start. But once it starts, it's pretty good. Uh, But I'm going to recommend Demon Slayer. Awesome. I love Attack on Titan, even though it's anime. Why don't you understand that anime belongs in the trash? But you're right. It starts off real slow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mark Ellis Reagans, what do you got? Oh, there is a new season of Masters of the Universe. Uh, this one is Masters of the Universe Revolution uh, that just came out. Animated show that uh, Kevin Smith took over 
a couple of years ago. Uh, it's only five episodes, like Echo, uh, but the animation still looks cool, and I haven't quite finished it yet, but it is getting some good reviews on, like, the last season. Uh, but it's on Netflix now, Masters of the Universe Revolution. Is it, like... 2% about He-Man and almost entirely about Tila this time? Or? <laughs> so far, it seems like a, a nice uh, balance between uh, He-Man and everyone else. But uh, that's, again, that's what I have heard. That's what I have heard. So I will recommend that you go to SoWizardPodcast.com where you can find the podcast every week. Links to all our social media accounts on the right-hand side of the page. Links to all our YouTube and Patreon content as well as now featuring movie reviews from Stu from SWO Productions. All at SoWizardPodcast.com. Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, Good Pods, or just about anywhere under the sun you find podcasts. We will be there. Check out the aforementioned YouTube channel. Adam's been dropping exclusive and free content there nonstop. Uh, just dropped the retrospective video. We've been doing some cult classic retrospectives. Uh, I've been helping Adam curate a list of movies to check out that are all cult classics. And uh, the latest one just dropped, and it's his, uh, his retrospective on Train to Busan. So uh, check that out on our YouTube channel. Of course, our Patreon, where you can monetarily support the show and get extra exclusive content at patreon.com backslash so is your podcast. And uh, yeah, as Mark said, there's our merch store with uh, brand new designs going up all the time for T-shirts, mugs, shirts, sweatshirts, fucking notebooks, whatever you want. We need the money. <laughs> And I will recommend, I don't really have anything to recommend. It's It's been a wild week. I haven't really been watching much or doing much. So I will say uh, the ROM Space Knight Omnibus finally released. So jump onto Amazon and drop your hundred bucks so you can get a large hardcover book of old ROM comics from the early 80s. that were never in print until just now again. So you can check those out. Uh, I've heard mixed reviews. Some people are like, wow, why was this hyped up so much? It sucks. And some people <laughs> are absolutely thrilled that it's finally in print again. So, uh, yeah, check out Rom Space Knight Omnibus uh, from Marvel Comics. And come on back next week because, you know, we don't take a week off. Do we take a week off? We never take a week off. Come on now. Uh, we'll be reviewing the new movie from Matthew Vaughn, Argyle. I stunned silence from my co-host. <laughs> it's... uh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm, you know, I've seen the preview for this movie in every single movie that we've seen for like the last six months. And every time I'm like, oh, this preview again. I'm so tired of it because it doesn't yeah. switch up. It's the same fucking preview over and over again. Yeah, I'm I'm in full agreement with you there. If if something can make me dislike Dua Lipa on the big screen, there's a problem. And uh, <laughs> I'm so sick of that trailer. But thankfully, we're going to see the movie. We're going to review it, and we never have to see that trailer again, Aubrey. Movie's going to suck. Oh, boy. Let's, let's save it for next week, Aubrey. <laughs> All right, so we'll be getting a, a guest host for next week. And... <laughs> no, I already got plans to see it. All right. So that's going to do it for this week, though. Episode 495 is in the books. The road to episode 500 continues. I have been your host, Joey DiCarlo, and my co-host, the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. Uh, you can't see me, but I'm waving goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> and the expert, Mr. Marquis, Marcellus Reagans. Everybody have yourself a great week and Wakanda forever. That's right, guys. We'll see you next week for Argyle. Good journey.